0: Uh, it's not good with the Ravens either. That's how you segue right out of that conversation, real quick. I, I'm convinced more and more now that Lamar Jackson has played his last game with the Ravens. It, it's he came out with it. So first off, the Ravens announced that he's not going to play this weekend in their wild card game against the Bengals. That line moved to ten or ten and a half, depending on where you were looking. It's at nine and a half right now. Cincinnati minus nine and a half over at BetMGM. But now Lamar Jackson, within the last hour, has tweeted out, Thank you to everyone for your support and concerns regarding my injuries. I want to give you all an update, and I, as I'm in the recovery process, I suffered a PCL grade 2 sprain on the borderline of a strain 3. There's still inflammation surrounding my knee, and my knee remains unstable. I'm still in good spirits as I continue with treatments on the road to recovery. I wish I could be out there with my guys more than anything, but I can't give 100% of myself to my guys and fans. I'm still hopeful we still have a chance. Here's the thing. Why is he the one having to say that this injury is this and the team has not said a word? Because they know that this looks bad. They know that Harbaugh getting up there at the podium, essentially dodging questions and wanting to talk about only players that are on the field for him, only guys that are going to play, knowing that there's the narrative with the the, the issue with his contract, They're, knowing that he's missed a ton of time over the last couple of seasons, and that's part of the whole negotiating process. Why has the team not come out and said... It's a PCL sprain. It hasn't continued. It's like this information was given by him. It wasn't given by the team, which tells me they're either not wanting to talk about it. They want that narrative to continue. Or he just feels like he's not getting any sort of fair treatment from the team and has to put that out on his own. Yeah,
1: they're probably trying to you know spin zone what's going on with him. Yep where they don't want to make it look like he had a significant injury to his knee because what happens if they want to, like, franchise tag him and or trade him? Yep. Now you've got to try to do a little looky-loo where mm-hmm. now that information is out there where Lamar can either choose his destination, he can decide, you know, why he's not playing and put that out on the media because there are people who's gonna who are going to say, well, oh, Lamar's just doing this oh, because yeah. he wants to sit out and he doesn't want his money. I think the thing that's very weird and and this is the part that I don't think anybody has mentioned or maybe it's very rarely mentioned is usually when a player is injured, they're with their team. They're, they're still around the team. They're in street clothes. They're rooting their brothers on. You'll, you would see Tyler Huntley with Lamar in the early few weeks that he got injured, in the probably first two weeks he was out there, right? It looked like, okay, he's a part of the team. He doesn't look a part of the team Mm-mm. now. I've not seen him. Mm-mm. In, like, three or four weeks. Yeah. Is it just me? Did I miss it?
0: No. I haven't
2: seen him. I mean, there's, like, obviously something going on it's there. It's weird. I'm,
1: and it just got weird out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I'm, a, I'm Team Lamar on this whole thing, because I think that the Ravens kind of played themselves in this whole situation, because you saw Kyler get that money. You know, you saw a couple years ago, you know Jerry didn't want to play, he didn't want to pay Dak until Dak actually did something in the playoffs, but he's, you have to pay your quarterback, and... Lamar's a top 10 quarterback, and it was Lamar can't win the playoff game, and he, then he won a playoff game. He can't beat Mahomes. He beats Mahomes. He keeps proving everybody wrong. So they should have paid him. And now I bet you Lamar's probably 65 70%. And if he was a top five, if he was getting Kyler money, if he was getting more than Kyler, then I think he'd play in this game. But why should he play in this game if he's 70%? Because, A, he could have an RG3 situation where yes. he gets re-injured. while yes. He bet on himself. He's trying to get paid. He has his whole future. His kids' future, his kids' kids' future is to worry about down the road. And let's say that he comes back. He hasn't played football in a month. He's at 70%. He has a crappy performance. What's always been the narrative? He can't win a playoff game. He's he's not a real quarterback. He can't push the ball down the field, even though he can do all those things. And so he'd cost himself money. Uh, so I... I think you just don't come back. But if if they committed to him, I think he'd play in this game. But I, I don't think he should play in this game.
0: And that's that's what happens when you want to bet on yourself. You run the risk of getting hurt, and then it makes things more complicated. And that's that was the biggest concern that I had heading into this year. Was yeah, you can bet on yourself. You could earn yourself a lot of money, but you could also get hurt. And considering his track record is injuries, it's exactly what ended up happening. But what's making this more complicated is the fact that the price tags are only going up on quarterbacks. So if he wants the guaranteed money that Deshaun Watson. Got. Well, guess what? Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert can get paid this offseason. Joe Burrow's going to get more than what Deshaun Watson got. Justin Herbert may get more too, which is crazy to think because if you look back at what the Chiefs paid Patrick Mahomes, yeah, it's up to $450 million, but the guaranteed's only a $141, not $230, like you've got for Deshaun Watson. So in the end, the Chiefs actually have a pretty good deal. They got a steal compared to what the price tags are for quarterbacks now. Oh, yeah. The longer you wait, the more you pay. Every single time in the NFL. And as you take more and more time to pay your quarterback, that quarterback in turn doesn't feel good about his situation there. And the fact that it's his mom negotiating his contract and not his, his an agent, There's more emotion involved because now his mom is coming back to him, telling him what the team says. Family members are like, this is what the team's saying. This is what you should do. So there's more emotion involved in this from all angles, which just continues to put me in the position of Lamar Jackson never playing for the Ravens again. Because, yes, they can franchise him next year, but he doesn't have to sign it. Like what He can sit out. Yeah, He can sit out like Le'Veon Bell did, except he's a quarterback, not a running back, so his value is very high as opposed to the other way around until a team comes in like the Jets and says, or the Dolphins, Here's three first-round picks. We want him. You're probably going to do that if you're the Ravens.
1: Yeah, I think so. 100%.
2: I don't know if they'll trade him within the division. I I think that the NFC is probably a better possibility, but you'd have to look at the teams that would have any interest. I think that at the end of the day, his biggest value is not being on the field right now, especially if they get bounced in this game. Let's say they just get trounced, and Huntley, who's already playing with an injured shoulder, he's not even at 100%, and he's not at his best, and they lose this game. I mean, then Lamar's price tag, if anything, for Baltimore goes up. Because yep. what are you going to do? I mean, you're not going to do the, the, the Carson Wentz thing or the Matt Ryan thing and try to find an established veteran starter. And do you really want to start over and draft another quarterback? I don't know. Maybe they do. Or maybe you do the tank season and you look for Caleb Williams or something. I don't think they'll be that bad, though. They'd have and to they completely
0: destroy that roster the, to do look, it.
2: Look at the defense. I mean, you drafted Kyle Hamilton. You just paid Roquan all that money. You still mm-hmm. have a top-10 defense. It's hard to be a bad football team uh when you have that defense even when you have a terrible play caller. thousand percent yeah I mean I, I don't know and, and I'm not trying to say Lamar's maybe he is too hard to play in this game I'm just saying that I think he'd at least give it an attempt if he was under contract that I think he should at least be getting Deshaun Watson money if he's getting all that guaranteed money and and also though he probably also does believe that Huntley gives him the best opportunity to win this game because he hasn't played football in a month it's hard to just go
0: back out on the field and try to win a game. We've seen injured guys do that before, yep. and it gets worse. And especially if he, yeah, if he's not playing well and still hurt on top of that, and you know that that could be used against you. Like all of this is piling up and snowballing. And this is why the longer you wait, you know, the more and more complicated it gets. But you know, we'll see. I mean, Ravens nine and a half. I know at least PJ's in on the Ravens plus nine and a half. So it's gonna have to be a low scoring, run the football, defensive game, which kind of leads me to the under in that. I think I like the under more and more in that game now. Yeah, I think it's my we, favorite bet, the and Ravens. We talked about,
1: yep. And we talked about Raven Ravens. Ravens covering?
2: Tol- yeah, I think the no. Ravens are covering that game, especially the more trash that Cincinnati, I mean, I know that that's narrative-based and bulletin board material stuff, which doesn't really play into the handicap. But Joe Mixon, we're the kings of the AFC. Joe Burrow, we're going to wear our T-shirts, smoke our cigars. I get a kick out of that. You know what, it should be and part of the really handicap a little bit. I think more people that.
0: overlook that, that, the human element way too much when they're looking at games. I, that's a That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah we deal. talked
1: about the Ravens team total. It's at 19 and a half. Yep. I like the under. They Me have too. a really hard time scoring with Tyler Huntley. And, you know, maybe they'll be better because Tyler Huntley's injured. And so they'll just run the ball. But it does take some time off the clock. Yep. Yes, it'll increase their time of possession. Maybe they'll have the ability to score more. What do you think, Peach? How do you think that injury changes them being able to score?
2: Well... Yeah, they're going to have to lean on the run game, the yep. defense. The only chance the Ravens have in this game, they have to win the turnover battle like 3 nothing, 4, four nothing, 4-1. Four That's their only chance. And they have to score touchdowns in the red zone and not kick field goals. They've done way too much of that. If they would score touchdowns, they'd actually be scoring like... 20, 17, 20 points a game. They're just settling for way too many field goals. Yep. They're moving
1: the ball pretty well.
2: Yeah. So that's the whole key. And that's what playoff football comes down to. I promise you, Collinsworth, we'll talk about that on the broadcast. Field <laughs> goals to touchdowns in the playoffs. That's what decides these games.
0: Ravens averaging twelve and a half points a game over their last six. Yeah. Not a good number. Nineteen and a half. Yeah, I I that I decided once I saw this news today. I'm taking I was taking the Ravens under 19 and a half and probably the under for that game as a whole, too. So it's it's just it's it's set up for that. For that situation right now, uh, when we look at some of some of the uh, playoff stat leaders props are out now in the futures market, Josh Allen at plus 250 to lead the N- lead the NFL the, the postseason in passing. Patrick Mahomes is three to one, Joe Burrow's five Hertz is plus 550. and my guy, Mr. Purdy himself, eight to one over Tom Brady, mainly because you think the 49ers are probably going to win more games. that's why it's there. Uh, when you look at all of these odds. Is there one that stands out the most to you, one that you're most comfortable with before we've played a single game in the in the actual playoffs? As far as value, I kind of like Herbert at 14-1. to just yep. at that.
1: That's exactly what I was about to say.
2: If you think the Chargers could go on a run, if yep. Mike Williams is going to be available in this game and play with that back injury and Joey Bosa is going to play, their defense has been trending in the right direction. They've also have been playing really bad quarterbacks, so I'm kind of cautious there. But uh, I like that price. You think the Cowboys could go on a run, Dak at 20-1? to one? How about Daniel Jones? 50 to one 50 to one I mean that's
0: that's a way that's a waste of your money I
2: tried to make the case a couple (laughs) times today for the Giants to make a little run in the NFC just because I kind of like their matchups man against Minnesota who they should have beat a couple weeks ago Daniel Jones cooked them Saquon had 85 rushing yards I think they're gonna beat Minnesota I'm just the NFC is wide open I don't really think that the Giants are making a run I I would go Herbert because I'm kind of more and more talking myself into the Chargers making a run despite uh, Joe Lombardi calling the plays And Brandon Staley being a disaster.
1: Yeah, I like Herbert as well. 14 to 1 is the number that sticks out to me. You're talking about him being able to push the ball down the field. That's what he's going to have to do in order to make a run. You've got receivers that are healthy. Yeah, that for me, I mean, in terms of Brock Purdy, I mean, you even if they go to the even if they were to go to the uh, Super Bowl, not Brock Purdy could enough. have like six hundred passing yards. Right, right. You
0: know what I mean? He's They'll getting, do like, what they did with with, um, yeah, with Jimmy with, G. Jimmy G. Like, Same thing.
1: Exactly. There's no chance I would I would place money on Brock Purdy because he's going to probably throw for 175 yards per game. Yeah,
2: yeah. Look at this first matchup. He's going against Seattle's defense, who's 26 against the run. So yeah. it's probably going to be a lot of C Mac. I mean, there'll be some Deacon Duncan. I think Kittle will probably have a big game, and then Herbert's going against the Jags, who are 30th in the league in tackling. They can't tackle. There's going to be so many yak yards on that field. with If Mike Williams plays, especially, I think Eckler's going to have a really big game. And Keenan Allen yep. props are my favorite bet this week. I love that. Because they just get torched in the slot that Jags do. So, yeah, I, I like that for Herbert. Um, and then if you think the Jags are live, I mean, 40-1 to 1 on Trevor Lawrence, who's been the best quarterback in the AFC probably the last eight weeks, not named Patrick Mahomes. 40-1's to 1's a nice price if you think the Jags can make a run. I just don't know if their defense is good enough. I think this Chargers matchup is a really crappy if. If Mike Williams plays, I know yeah, he's I only agree. one guy, but I think he's really important. Even if he doesn't really do a whole lot out there, just having a game plan, I think that opens things up more for Keenan Allen and Gerald Everett. And then you can't really just have Derwin James shadow him the entire game. Yeah, I'm, I'm really talking myself into the damn Chargers. And Herbert. I, I,
0: you're, you and were really going down I, that, like, that rabbit I got, hole.
2: I got, I got like the narrative that Brandon Staley has Sean Payton breathing down his neck. He doesn't want to yep. lose his job. Same thing with Mike McCarthy, though, because those are, let's be honest, like out of all the jobs that could become available. I'd say Dallas and in and, uh, Los Angeles are probably the the best, unless yep. you believe in Kyler Murray, which I don't. Um,
0: no, I, I would want nothing to do with that job. Yeah,
2: because I like Dak more than most, and Justin Herbert is going to be really well, good. Well, Dak's for a long at least
0: time. a better leader, bare minimum, than Kyler Murray. I mean, Kyler may be more dynamic, but I trust I trust Dak Prescott throwing the football more, and I trust him as a leader way more than I do Kyler Murray. Yeah. Just his work ethic alone. Last time I checked, Dak Prescott didn't have to get a clause in his contract to get him to stop playing video games. Yeah. So that that you gotta deal with an immature quarterback there in with, with the Cardinals. So yeah, I'm with you. Uh, you know, it, it, a lot of this comes down to two, you've got to have confidence in however how far these quarterbacks are actually gonna go, right? I mean, yeah. I I, I bet the Bills to win. Super Bowl so it's a good chance that Josh Allen ends up putting up the numbers in a plus 250 not a lot of value but there's a reason why he's the favorite Patrick Mahomes right behind him at three to one well, so and
1: the reason that Pat Mahomes doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me is that he has a buy so yep. there's less games for him to play exactly you have to look at that as well
0: could put up 400 a game though you never know
1: he could yeah I mean he certainly could